and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. If you're a mom trying to show the love of Jesus to your family, but the clutter in your home keeps you overwhelmed and frustrated, you have come to the right place. On this podcast, you will hear easy step-by-step tips to declutter and create systems so you can keep your home organized and finally walk in the peace God has promised you. Need some accountability? I've got you covered there too. Join the Accountability Club, a community of like-minded mamas decluttering and systemizing our homes together. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome to the show. This is episode number five of our Executive Functions for ADHD Moms podcast series. Now, you don't have to be an ADHD mom to benefit from this series. If you are someone who struggles with focus, with actually following through to declutter your home and get it organized and get stuff done around your house, you can surely benefit from this series. All right, so we have been talking about executive functions and executive functions are simply a set of mental skills that we use every day to do things like learn, work, and basically manage our daily life. And in those those executive functions, those mental skills, we have something called our working memory. And our working memory is a skill that allows us to work with information without losing track of what we're doing. Have you ever been in the middle of something? You've gathered up information, you know how to do a task, and then you lose track of doing that. Okay. That's where the focus comes in. We lose track. And so that is where your, your working memory is hindered. So I have this idea that is my number one way that I feel like ADHD moms can improve their working memory. I believe this and I stand behind it with all that I am because I've, I've seen it help so many different people. I've seen it help myself. So what is that number one way? that you can improve your ADHD memory is by simplifying your life to what is within your capacity, your own personalized capacity. We live so much beyond our capacity. We say yes to so much. We bring in so much in our home. We are scrolling on social media and we say, oh, I need that in my life. She's got that in her home and it's working great for her. And so we bring it into our our home and try to incorporate it. And it's just not helpful. We take in everybody else's ideas and it's just overwhelming our capacity. And so I truly believe with all my heart that we each have a personalized capacity in a season, in the season that we're in, and we need to create our life and our home to match that capacity. That's where overwhelm sets in. I, I always refer back to a cup. If you fill a cup with water, okay, it has a certain capacity, a certain volume. And if you keep pouring in and you keep pouring in, what is that going to happen to that water? It's going to overflow. So if you are feeling triggered and you are feeling frustrated and you are feeling overwhelmed by your home, you are living beyond your personal capacity. 
And so I believe with all of my heart that you have to do the hard work. You have to face those emotions that we were talking about last week, and you have to weed out and declutter and you have to downsize to get to the point of what is within your own personal capacity in this season that you can manage. Y'all, there are some things that I am bringing back into my home because I'm in a different season of life and I can now handle that. Y'all, I got rid of all of my cookbooks like 10 years ago because I wasn't using them because I didn't have the capacity to actually think through following a recipe. Now I'm in a different season of life and I'm like excited about cooking and I want to focus on that. And so I'm bringing a couple of recipes, not tons and tons of cookbooks, but I'm bringing a couple of recipes back into my life that I can follow. Y'all, from season to season, we, our capacity changes and our environment should match that. It's okay to get rid of things and it's okay to bring things back in. All right. So how do we do that? How do we simplify our life? Right now, what are some steps that we can do to simplify it to what is within our capacity? I have 12 12 ideas for you. Are you ready? You don't have to take notes because I have it all written out on the blog. You can go over there, read, and leave a comment. All right, you can find that link below. Number one, declutter and downsize the amount of stuff you manage in your home. It's as simple as that. Work that decluttering muscle. Let things go. It's going to give you a greater capacity. You're going to be able to actually manage the few things that you own. So do the hard work, declutter, and downsize the amount of stuff in your home that you're managing. You can do that in the accountability club with me. You can do that one-to-one coaching with me if you need help. You can do that by listening to this podcast and applying the information right away. All right? Number two. Not only do I want you to declutter and downsize the amount of stuff you're managing, I want you to downsize and declutter the amount of responsibilities and commitments you are managing, all right? I I, I say start with the stuff first because that's a lot easier to deny yourself and to say no to yourself than it is to say no to somebody else, all right? Work that decluttering muscle first with your stuff and then start applying it to the responsibilities and the commitments that you are making. That goes into number three, which is say no to opportunities that add stress to your life. Because stress, as we know, it hinders our ability to to remember things. And so if you are, you know, wanting to improve your working memory, then definitely get rid of the stress that's in your life and learn to say no to opportunities. These are opportunities. And I say too much of a good thing is no longer a good thing. So even if an opportunity looks good, it's not good for you right now in this season. Number four, reduce your use of your phone and technology. All right, if you want to if you want to get your life to what is within your capacity, it is going to take you putting down your phone. We have not always had technology and we have not always had our phone. And we have a lot of people walking around overwhelmed and frustrated and they don't even realize that a lot of that is caused by the f- use of their phone. They can't think clearly, they can't focus, they can't they don't even know how to be quiet. They don't even know how to wash dishes without watching a show or listening to a podcast or doing something. Y'all, technology has not been around forever. We have been doing normal tasks for thousands of years. 
and being able to function well at them. So let's get back to our roots and put our phone down. Number five, reduce the number of purchases you make. If you want to get your life to what is within your capacity, it's going to mean putting a halt on how much is coming into your life and into your home. You can't like be putting stuff out the back door if things are coming in the front. You have to put a halt to it. You have to break that cycle of collecting. You have to break that cycle of acquiring. And where does it come from? It comes from deciding that you have enough, that you have everything you need right now, that God has provided everything you need right now to function. And let yourself dream. Don't you miss daydreaming? Don't you miss dreaming of something you're going to get one day and thinking about it and putting it on your wish list, you know, like the the Sears catalog wish list that us us adults now used to look at or the JCPenney wish list and we used to circle toys that we wanted from our parents for Christmas. Y'all, we don't dream anymore. We don't we don't want for anything. So what I really want to encourage you to do is reduce the number of purchases you're making. Just reduce it. If you have to take Amazon app off your phone, then do that. <laughs> All right. Number six, learn to live more slowly. Learn to live more slowly and give yourself more time to complete tasks. Stop overwhelming your to-do list and to where you have to do things so quickly and so fast. Why do you have to clean so fast? What, are you, what else are you going to do with your life? You're going to clean up just so you can get on your phone and scroll or sit in front of the TV? Like I feel, like, I feel so much more alive when I'm working in my home, when I'm doing like real human experiences. I feel more alive when I'm cleaning the toilet than I do when I'm scrolling and looking at somebody else's life or reels that entertain me. I don't want to be entertained anymore. Y'all, I get, a, I get a little heated about this. I want real life. I want human experiences. And so learn to live more slowly. Let me give you some examples, okay? How about leaving about 10 to 15 minutes early and actually driving the speed limit? Oh, amazing, the concept of it. Y'all, this is something I've been trying to do. It's just like not being in such a rush. Like, I don't need to get everywhere so fast. I don't need to. And what the reason I'm rushing is because I'm, I'm thinking that I can get more done by using up every minute, every minute. And instead of like go, getting somewhere early and having to wait, I'm going to stay at home and really like squeeze out every ounce of the minute that I can and get as much done as I can. And why? Why am I living that way? Why am I doing that to myself? Like, just allow yourself to leave a little early, drive the speed limit, let yourself meditate, or let yourself like, like look and notice details as you're driving through town. Another way that you can learn to like teach yourself to live more slowly is when you're talking with somebody, instead of thinking about what you're going to say, really listen to them. Really think about every single thing. Don't don't try to think, oh, what am I going to say next? Let yourself be uncomfortable. Let yourself give your give yourself a minute after they start stop talking to figure out what you want to say. 
Okay. Really train yourself to live in the moment, live slowly and not be in such a rush. All right. So speaking of relationships, I want to share with you a testimony from one of my clients that I just finished up working with for the last 12 weeks. I had the pleasure of completing 12 weeks of coaching with Lisa this past fall. My house has always been the one area of my life where I felt inadequate. When I saw that Lisa offered one-on-one coaching on organization and home maintenance, I decided to see if that would help where no other system I tried had over the past 20 years. I'm happy to report that it did. During our 12 weeks together, Lisa was able to help me declutter and organize literally every square foot of my house and set up routines to keep my home running smoothly. Knowing I had a call coming up each week helped me prioritize getting to the area that we were working on and sharing pictures with her throughout the week made it way more fun and rewarding than doing it on my own. It's really nice to have someone see and appreciate your accomplishments. What I especially loved is that Lisa puts practicality before aesthetics. I do not have a Pinterest ready house after this process, but I do have a pleasant looking functional one, which is exactly what I need at this busy stage of my life. I'm so thankful I made the decision to work with Lisa. I am so proud of Angela. We decluttered and organized her entire house. And now she is wanting to continue her journey with me. So she has jumped inside the accountability club. All right, let's go on. Number eight, how to get your life down to your own personalized capacity. I want you to be more invested in just a few groups of people, and in just a few hobbies. We live in a world where we can get on Pinterest and we can come up with all these different hobbies we want to do. But here's the thing, what ends up happening? You pin it and you never do it. So instead of pinning everything, really think, okay, what can I focus on this year? What hobby can I develop just this year? and really dive into it and go deep. Like for instance, this year, I want to learn how to play piano. I am determined. 10 years ago in my thirties, I started taking piano lessons and I didn't follow through. I didn't follow through. So now now I'm here 10 years later and I'm determined. I am not giving up this time. Instead of doing a lot of things with mediocrity, do one thing really well and get really good at it. All right, number nine, this is probably something that you're already doing, but if not, I wanna encourage you to do. Use auto payment services. <laughs> Y'all, we we are busy and it, it, the auto payment services are just nice. Can we just say that? They're just nice. And if I don't have to remember to pay for something that I'm you know, subscribing to monthly or that I'm paying for monthly, like my electricity bill, it's just nice to have it on auto payment, okay? That's creating a life that is within my capacity to manage. (laughs) All right, number 10, delegate tasks to other people, all right? If your capacity is overwhelmed right now, you probably need to just ask for some help. And it's probably a foreign, foreign language to you to ask somebody else for help. Because you're, you either get faced with the grumbling and complaining that happens. But let me just tell you, ask for help anyway. Even if they're grumbling, even if they don't want to do it. I mean, my husband does not want to do dishes. Heck, I don't want to do dishes. But it seems to us that just because we think of it, and it comes naturally to us that we think of it, that it should come naturally to our spouses as well. Y'all, just because it doesn't come naturally doesn't mean that they shouldn't help. They just may need to be asked to help. So 
let's just ask. Let's just ask them, regardless if they grumble or complain or whatever. The end goal, the end result is that we just want it done and we want help doing it. (laughs) All right, number 11. Use the unsubscribe, the cancel, and the delete method as much as possible. Y'all, I love unsubscribing from things. Instead of just subscribing and letting it come in and come in, come in, and overwhelming your capacity, take the time and declutter. Unsubscribe. If, if you ever see an unsubscribe button, consider it. Is it adding value to my life? If not, just hit unsubscribe. Trust that God will bring back to you the information you need at the time that you need it. And number 12, which is my favorite, is to want less. To learn to want less. It goes back to what I just said. Trust that God has provided for you what you need during the season. And like I said earlier, learn to dream. Learn to, you know, think about dreams that you want to accomplish or to achieve one day and things you want to acquire one day. Let yourself dream of these wonderful things, but also learn to want less. Be satisfied with what you already have. I used to read the book to my kids called The Barency Bears Get the Gimmies. And it, it the moral of the story is the, the bear cubs would go to the store and they would want, they would see at the checkout um, counter all these different things and it would be so tempting. And they would get the gimmies. They would say, give me this, give me that. And so I always use that, um, that story to remind my kids, are you getting the gimmies? And so ask yourself, am I getting the gimmies? Do I... Do I want, want, want instead of just being? Can I just be satisfied? I am telling you that whole, that old saying, less is more. <laughs> it is true. It is true. I am living proof. I'm living it out right now. That less is so much more. There's more to life. There's more to living. There's more to being. There's more to just like soaking in the little that you have right now or the little you're going to eventually have once you start decluttering your house. (laughs) All right, friends, if you don't take anything else from this episode, take that one thing. The number one way you can improve your ADHD memory or your working memory is to get your life down to what is within your own capacity to handle. All right. So that's what I do with my clients. All right. We don't worry about what your husband can handle or what your kids can handle. If, if the home management is on you, sister, we need to get your home to what is within your own capacity. And if they want to jump in and help, if your spouse wants to jump in and help, if your kids, if you want to bring them on board, great. But let's just pretend that you are doing it all. And if you're going to do it all, then we're going to get your home down to what is within your capacity to manage. All right, friend, if you need help decluttering your house, I've got two options for you. You can either jump into the accountability club and do it as a group, or you can book a consultation call with me and talk about one-to-one coaching. All right. I will see you right here next week on the Habits and Home Show. Hey friend, before you go, I wanted to tell you more about the accountability club. Each month, we'll tackle a new space in our homes and work together to declutter and set up systems so we can easily maintain order without getting overwhelmed. You'll get a new decluttering tutorial each month, the coaching and accountability you need to actually follow through, and encouragement without judgment from other Christian moms in a safe environment. And guess what? The entire club is off of social media. 
so you don't have to worry about distractions the world may throw at you. Sweet friend, if you're feeling stuck in your decluttering journey, this is the place for you. Click the link below to try out the Accountability Club and start decluttering today.